Hello, welcome into this episode of Keith's Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today I've got basically a me 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 section. So get your cup of tea or your dram or still your IV drip and I'll let you know what crack's been in Keith's this past wee while. Oh, that's lovely music, isn't it? This episode is dedicated to Isabel, Shirley and Marina. Gone far too soon. So listeners, uh, basically the only thing in What's a Crack is the Ravelry, the new update that they put out. Firstly, I was like, all right, okay, well, so we really, they've not updone, they've not redone it in all the years that we've been in it. And quite a natural thing for them to do. I bet there's people out there that hate it because that's the way things are. People hate when things get changed. Oh, there they hate it. And then I read what they hated it for and then I went on and used it myself and I agree with them. Um, People are really struggling to use this new site. It's setting off epilepsy, migraines, headaches and horrible nasty things that shouldn't really be happening so uh, I could understand that fair enough and I don't understand is the fact that they've not kind of just taken it and reverted it back to what it used to be and fixed it said sorry and then maybe move forward with it fixed but um, what's happened is they've not and it's really unexcusable and I'm sure like you, I feel like I've been kicked in the back of the head by my bestest, bestest friend. Because probably, like you, you spend quite a lot of time on Ravelry one way or the other, or have done over the years. It's somewhere where you have a safe haven somewhere in there. Not necessarily always on the forums, but certainly in the pattern pages, looking at all the lovely yarn, looking at all the lovely patterns and sharing this wonderful hobby of ours and then to feel like you're not being listened to or taken seriously for having a sore head because they've changed the way that they've set things out is quite inexcusable. Um, Now I have very focal eyes uh, which means that my eyes focus in different places. I'm short-sighted so I really need glasses for long distance whilst I can drive legally without them it it's better if I don't because I sometimes get sore head with without wearing them but cause I'm getting on a little bit now uh, close work is starting to become a little bit blurry so things that are maybe closer than my elbow I have to um, blink to focus and then when it's closer than my shoulder I cannot see it so um, I had to look without my glasses and I was merrily doing my most wonderful, wondrous thing. I absolutely have always loved looking through the pattern pages, looking for something to go with some yarn that I've got, the yellow cone of much wonderfulness. And this is what I was doing, was looking through um, patterns and the thought has just occurred to me, I can't remember the one it was I was looking for to tell you. 
Oh, listeners. Anyway, moving on. Um, <laughs> so what was happening was normally you would scroll down and you would get a pattern and it would sort of come up. Now, it would sometimes be the way that old Ravelry would work with my internet was there would be, it would come up straight away as the picture or it would come up and there would be a white box and then the picture would appear. But new Ravelry for me was coming up with a fuzzy page and then it would blink into sharp focus. And this constant fuzziness, sharp focus was really, really hurting and straining my eyes. And I tried my glasses and it was the same thing. And I thought, mm, no, that is exactly the point of what everybody was saying. And not that it disputed that people um, were in any way, shape or form making it up. I was just not actually very sure what they meant, but now I do know what they mean. So I'm hoping I'm me sharing my experiences will help you understand it as well. I know that a lot of you have um, had sore, sore eyes and um, straight away some other podcasters were saying, no, 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 I can't do this, I can't do this. And I reverted back to Ravelry pretty quickly but you do have to be in new Ravelry to revert back to old Ravelry. And so I did that on my phone and my laptop. And then I went to go on to Richard's laptop because my laptop doesn't speak to the printer. Because <laughs> it's like that. And that's the way it is. <sighs> Run DMC, that was it. And Jason Nevins. So um, I goes on to Richard's laptop and... I don't know what my password is for Ravelry, obviously, because I never very much use it. And when I do use it, it's blanked out and I just go, remember password. <laughs> so I tried about 10, well, no, six times. And I was on old Ra new Ravelry and I got a sore head from just trying to log in to change it then back to old Ravelry. And I never did get my pattern back printed in the end because I took a strop and shut the laptop down. Threw it my ball and I'm going home. So I feel I'm quite bereft on that. Over and above lockdown, over and above the world politics, over and above um, things that have happened, it just pff, was the final straw. So I've not done a blather because I just can't. Um, I just think people should just call this the disappointment of Ravelry because without it you wouldn't be listening to me or it would have been a lot more difficult to without Ravelry we would have probably not found each other life for me would not have been the same in my crafty journey and I wouldn't have been able to share it as easily with you so I do have a lot of things to be thankful for Ravelry and that's why I feel like I've been kicked in the head because it's not listening to us and it's not apologised for doing something that is avoidable and has caused people harm. So, just I'm still holding out that they get fixed, apologise properly and we can move forward. But I don't know what's going to happen, listeners. There are other sites. Um, I've looked at a couple... Um, a lot of the designers are in such a quandary just now because it was a source of income for them. It's a source of us as 
um, consumers buying or finding them and then you find a designer that you like and then maybe you would go to their blog or their own website and maybe buy it from there or that's where you would discover them and maybe it's, it's not going to be as easy anymore. So uh, poor designers are in a bit of a quandary and the yarny people or anybody who sells on Ravelry because you can't expect your consumers to get a migraine to go and buy your goods. I wouldn't want a customer of mine to have to go on to Ravelry to either listen to this podcast, not that you pay for it, but um, you're still in essence a customer of mine. It just, you give me love. <laughs> Some guys give me things occasionally and I love you for it, but um, I give you the podcast as a product. So in future, until they fix this, um, please just download this and if I mention patterns in my project, um, project notes, in the show notes, well, it's been a while since I've done this, listeners, I will post the name of the pattern and the designer and I won't refer it back to Ravelry. And I might put a link, I'm not promising, I will put a link to if I can get it from their own, um, their own website or wherever it is they can sell it. There's been a discussion about if as me as a consumer has to download all my patterns that I have purchased or been gifted or have downloaded over the years. Um, I personally don't want to do that because it's going to take a time, effort, space on my crappy laptop, which is <laughs> seen better days, let's face it, and or a hard drive. And I don't often, as a rule, when I get a new pattern, straight away download it and then print it. Um, because of A space, B, I'm not the tidiest of person when it comes to these kind of things, and C, I like, I know where it is, and it just infuriates me. I don't know what's going to happen to things if patterns are eteras. Oh, listeners, what is it we call when they've made a mistake and then they fix it? I'm going to say etceteras, but I know that's not right. Yeah, you and the boss with your face mask on. You just laugh. Use your laughing eyes. Everybody in the boss can see that you're using your laughing eyes. So you can shock your shoulders up and down. <laughs> Don't put your hands in the air because otherwise you're going to have to wash them. Right. So, I don't know. I just, it's not been a very good time since I've spoken to you last and it was just one of the last straws <sighs> last night. so I'm going to think about nice things let's have a little bit of uplifting music for a minute and I'll look at the house Martin's feeding outside my window oh that's nice none right um yeah so what have i oh me 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 section jeez i'm out of i'm I'm written anything down i knew i I was going to do this on the last day of school but i kind of got drunk (laughs) 
I would normally take them in to Thurso for um, a lunch, but it was the end of the working week and I just wasn't <laughs> Um, time was open particularly so we didn't go so and then things happened and I just couldn't concentrate enough to talk about it and I've been knitting a little bit I had finished the Pixel Atlantis Serena Capelet and by the very lovely Rosie and I used Mole Yarns and it was a silk blend and it's in a very light sort of grass green colour and it's beautiful. Um, there's mistakes. <laughs> I shall name a few. I can't actually find them. I know I have made them. Um, it's lace and we decided it was a tra trapezoid shape or it could be one, two, three, four, five, six or no actually it could be an octagon but with different side shape side different shaped sides different lengths of them so possibly a trapezoid who knows listeners i don't really care anymore however um i couldn't remember i washed and blocked it dun, 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 so happy i went to the beach that friday afternoon and it was lovely and as they uh, walked along the beach i said there's naomi so i sat two meters away from her on my towel and she was on her um mat and the our my burns were in surfing they're surfing dudes now and it was on Bonnet Beach and it was a really really nice time so it was lovely catching up with her just completely out of the blue and can't wait to do it again. So um I had washed and blocked and pinned out my shawl before I went. That's how I can remember I was where I was. And then um, it, things happened and it sat for quite a while and I, I couldn't remember how to do a mattress stitch. So I had to get my knitting book out. I've got a lovely knitting book. It is behind me. The knitting book. It's actually what it's called. I've reviewed this back in the past and it's by Frederica Patmore, Vicky Haffendown. And it is by dk.com it's the big huge one and it's yarns techniques stitches and there is patterns in there um i don't know if i've actually ever done any of the patterns in the book i know my mum has and whilst they're the, mo the most i don't know modern or maybe trendy because there's like dated patterns they're good techniques in there and you know it's a really really good reference book it's a nice fat book as well. So I used that and went, oh yeah, that's how I do it. So um, I finished my shawl. I took a picture of it on Instagram and then the phone rang. So um, then when I got my concentration back, I started um, putting together, a, it's going to be a very short-sleeved linen strippy top. I have an Instagram, it's in French, and this is the pattern I was looking up and Ravelry, can't remember the name of right now. However, I have got a, it's a purple, and it, it was quite a dark lavender purple, quite pretty. And then there's a whitey cream, and then I've got a mustardy yellow to go with it. 
And the pattern that I chose was for two striped colours, two different colours, but because I've got so much linen wool and it has different stripes, I was I, didn't, I was strolling through Ravelry. I was really enjoying myself when I went back to old Ravelry and somebody, this is one of the reasons why I loved it so much. I'm not speaking to it right now, but um, I'm quite sure you are the same, listeners. So I um, saw this one and she had three colours and I sort of studied the way that she had done the stripes. So it's a sort of four pattern, two, four, two, four, two. So I've done main fours of purple, then I change it to mains of white and go to two of yellow and then I ran out of white and then I'm on mains of yellow and two of purple and I'm going to do that and I'm, I'm 12 inches up because you're just knitting um, so many and you're just knitting and then I do strange stuff which I don't, I don't think I actually understood the pattern at the time so I'll have to either split for the armholes soon because it's 12 inches and that's about right for me and then do something for the neckline what I couldn't understand it at the time. I'm hoping that I do now because I'm at that stage. So that's quite a nice thing. I'm using the bag that you sent me, Diane. Um, she made me a beautiful, or I'm pretty sure it was Diane that made it. But um, it's a really nice tote bag and it's got acorns and leaves on it. And I think about Diane Hughes from Down in Wales when I use it. So mum came up on Sunday for Sunday dinner and she has I don't remember if I told you this listeners but her oven broke um, two weeks a week two weeks into lockdown so we were like right lockdown's lifting a bit maybe you can get somebody in to fix it mum and she says well I've already asked Robert but because he's the same age as me ish um, he'll have to wait until he's fine enough to do it and I was like oh right this is and then we got to be in our bubble and so Richard went in and had a look and turns out it was the element so we're like excellent right ordered the part part came went down we had a takeout and um curry it was lovely but part was wrong part part did not fit make part fit <sighs> didn't it was three three millimeters out just and you can't take any um, chances when it comes to element of a cooker, can you? So uh, sent it back, got new element, and then um, fitted that on uh, Friday. So on Saturday, mum baked. <laughs> mum baked, mum roasted, mum, mum grilled, mum did all the things that she couldn't do with her family oven for days, weeks, in fact. And mum's very happy. So we got an apple crumble, <laughs> a Victoria sponge and a fruitcake. <laughs> oh, I forgot the fruitcake. It's ready now. Um, awesome. So she was very, very happy. And I was very happy. And once Richard got over the... <laughs> right, it's working now. He's very happy too, because he loves fruitcake. So she came up for Sunday dinner and she says, right, come on, let's go and sew. So, okay then. So we were doing my... 
a dress and I've actually got the pattern in front of me this time and it's from lovesewingmag.co.uk and it's the Butterick pattern. Six so fast and easy dresses and you're doing a front and a back of a dress and it's whether you've got sleeves, you can have short sleeves, long sleeves, um, a collar with a bow, a hip tie with a bow, pockets is, uh, um, I don't know what that would be called. It's like a sash that goes over, but a Mobius, a Mobius turn over your bog belly, and I don't know what the difference between that one and that one. Oh, it's got different collar. It's got a bow at the waist, but with long arms. It's kind of you've got to really kind of concentrate to figure out what the the big differences are. <laughs> and I chose the short sleeves. With pockets because you need pockets for your handkerchiefs and your leaflets for um protest richard uh, told richard that and he was like what i says, don't you know about that he says i don't actually know if it was true or not but i'm pretty sure it's funny so yeah my protest will be in my pocket so she came up and we i basted i say we i basted the zip I then sewed in the zip, I sewed in a sleeve and made a bit of a mistake because the crinkles have to be on the sleeve and not on the bodice and I managed to put a crinkle in the bodice. So mum says, just take that bit out there. I was like, no, I'll take the whole thing off. She says, no, no, just take that bit out there, put two pins either side of it and it will take it out. And I'm thinking... But where's it going? There's obviously still a crease there. No, fine. So it's good. And did the facing. I've got a picture of me, my concentration face on Instagram. Because I must have somehow or other cut out the facing slightly wrong. Or I attached the seam too thin or wide. Because uh, it wasn't fitting on the front or the back. Is it the front or the back? One or the other wasn't fitting right. And she's she, mum was all like, well, no, because the rest of your cotton's absolutely spot and I don't see why this would be different. And I'm thinking, I, I have no idea why it wouldn't be different. I guess, of course, it's going to be different. It's cotton. I was probably fed up by then. Um, <laughs> I can be a bit gash sometimes. And it was showing. You can't be too gash in dress making I've kind of decided so um it's got interfacing on it and it's the facing at the top of the collar and it's just to finish the collar off it sits underneath so mum fiddled on she says mm, how much more material have you got left I says I've got loads left you can maybe just do another one and she says right hold on hold on so she has it up against me she takes it down she goes she hums and holds she has the pins in her mouth and I'm like take them out take them out never put a pin in your mouth Never put, a, never put a pin in your mouth, listeners. Health and safety warning right now. There was a thing on Facebook, so obviously it's true, about a lady in Australia who was a dressmaker and she breathed in and this tiny little pin went into her lung and she had to have major operation. Blah. So no pins in mouth at any point in time. You've got plenty of clothing to pin them in. Or magnetic pinning things are wonderful. Here, listen to mine. You can drop 
them. And if you drop the magnetic pin thing, you just sort of waft it around the floor and it picks them all up because it's magnetic and almost magic. But science, so mm, science magic. So she hummed and hawed and then she was, oh, do you know what? I think if I trim the bit here, I can make it fit. I'm like, what, what witchcraft is this? So, or sorcery or uh, magic? I don't know. Are we supposed to say that anymore? If I'm not, I apologise. Because um, obviously, <laughs> I'm not wanting Granny Weatherwax to come in here and tell me off. Because odds on Tiffany Aiken will be behind her. And you know who comes with Tiffany Aiken? The Nat McFeagles. And I haven't obviously left them any offerings recently. Has anybody watched Eurovision Fire Saga? It is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Now, I'm not big into the Eurovision Zone contest. But Will Farrell, and I'm not big into him either. It's absolutely hilarious. It's really funny. Totally recommend it. It's on Netflix. So, it's got elves in it. That's what I was thinking about, you see. Uh, so she made this wonderful facing fit. Well, not so wonderful facing, wonderful and outfits. And all I have to do now is hook and eye, which she said she had, because I haven't, and hem. And I tried it on and I looked in the mirror and went, oh, that's awful short. I don't sit above my knee. How come it's so short? Bailey's not that big to take it up, is it? So I, I don't know why it's so short. So it's shorter than I would have liked. I like it just above my knee, but it's a good inch and a half above my knee right now. And it's going to be even less when it's got its hem on. So mum said, well, you can do a scant hem, which is a very small one. Or maybe we could do some bias binding for it. And I says, well, I'd love to do some bias binding, mum, but I can't find a little tool. I know I have one, don't know where it is. And I was looking for it recently. I, I, listeners, if you could find it in my craft room, I'd probably give it to you. <laughs> and she wasn't allowed to go look because she would go off with half the craft room, as she sometimes does. So, um, in fact, she did because I gave her a pattern. That I would never use, so yeah. It was a pattern for a denim skirt, because mum wears denim skirts, you see. So she says, right, well, I've got one of them little tools. Um, you've got plenty of fabric. We'll make it next time you're down at mine, and I've got a hook and eye. So it is now at the stage of it needs its hem and its hook and eye, the facing stitched to the zip and then a good press and I think I'll wash it because it's been it just needs a nice freshen up wash and then it's done and you know what's even better listeners it goes excellent with my Serena Capelet shawl because it's got the right green in it because <laughs> I said oh I have no idea what I'm going to wear this with I'll have only to be able to wear it in the summer because I don't have a jacket or a sort of top or cardigan to go with I went oh no 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 I mean, I wonder if this green matches. And she says, it is the exact match. So hurrah for me. Completely unintentional, but awesome. So I won't see anything better than that. And then mum says, what's that? And I says, well, it's a, oh, it's my spinning. She says, have you been spinning? Yes. 
says it's quite good for when you can't concentrate on anything and you just need to zen out. And uh, I was really enjoying it. So I showed her the other spinning that I'd been talking about to you recently. And um, I had a bobbin full of a superwash hand-painted roving. And it's four and a half ounces, so one was just over two ounces and the other one was just under two ounces, as it turned out. Because I did weigh, I did weigh it, but um, sometimes this happens with the way I spin things. So it had sit, sat there for, well, three, four weeks, maybe. And then, I don't know if this is yesterday. I think it was yesterday. I just sat and spun it, and it was just really, really nice. Just what I needed. So today I had them bobbins ready for plying, and I've done 98 nitty noddies, and my nitty noddy is 100 a uh, what is what is it 186 nitty noddy <laughs> these are how the things that things in the future so how how in how did louise calculations come about mummy well my darling back in the day there's this lovely lady in caveness called louise and her nitty noddy was 186 centimeters round oh mummy i always wondered to hide that it's not very clever, is it? No, no, darling, no. But it's what she got made from her father-in-law, and she's very grateful that she she got it. But it's now how we all measure things in 186 nitty noddy. But just, you have to be grateful to Louise's father-in-law, and that's the way it is, small child. I love you very much, now go to bed. So I have done 182.22 metres, thereabouts. <laughs> Or 98 nitty noddies. <laughs> I always get a bit confused. Is it 1 metre 82 or 18 metres 22 or 182 centimetres? I don't know. It just comes out like that. Maths is sometimes not my strongest point when my brain won't function properly. The zen was there, the thinking was not. I was quite impressed that I managed to count to 98. So it is in blues, greens, whites and it's... I'm going to say worsted mostly it's a bit thick and thin so it's now sitting in the stash this was edgewoodgarden.com hand painted woven by ilga jansons the colors tropical lagoon it was super washed wool 4.1 ounce and i just spun it a i can't remember the name of the shirt is it just the way i normally spin and then applied two of them together, finished a little bit of, um, oh, what do you call it when you do a three-ply? Is it Navajo ply? I had to do a little bit of Navajo ply just to sort of finish it off. And it is now sitting in its bag in my stash, talking to all the other yarn, going, I knew I used to live in that box over there. And I was not yarn, but now I'm yarn, and you all need to tell me all things. And then... Her over there will eventually decide what to do with me. But until then, I don't know. Marta decided that I could be a hat. I know it's that, Mara. Hi. Um, would actually be quite a nice hat. I think there should be enough. Well done, Marta. I shall write hat on this. In fact, I shall do it now. As you hear, behold, woof at nothing. Probably all the midges that are out and about just now. There we go. 
Uh, so, listeners, oh, what I was making today, <laughs> face masks. I don't really like making face masks, but uh, Scotland, it is mandatory to wear them in shops, public transport, and lots of people around, and it's just good practice. So, I had a bit of a, um, I actually had a helper in my staff staff room, no, my craft room today of my husband. Then the children came up and then the dog because they all like to be where I am. And he was using my rotary cutter. He's getting better, but we decided that my platinum blade is now finally blunt. And we changed the blade and I said, this might be better. I'm not actually very sure which ones are uh, blunt anymore because it's sort of a thing you could keep a blunter blade for cutting things like wadding, but you should really write on it in Sharpie or keep it in a certain box. This is your blunter blades. And then when they get really blunt, you chuck them or recycle them. Recycling would be good. Um, I haven't done that. I just found some blades and thought, I wonder if it's a sharp and Richard's looking at it going, well, I could go and try and sharpen it. And I says, no, 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 no. You could try it over some tin foil, but rather you just tried this one. And uh, so uh, when I have to order some up, I'll do that. I also want some Clover Black Gold Needles Quilting, size 12. They are all of an inch long. They do not bend. Never stand on one, but they're extremely sharp and very good. And I, there's one in the ether of this square meter. It disappeared. <laughs> I don't know where to. The last time I was using it, I put it down or tucked it in something. And when I looked up, it was not in its needle holder box. There it should be. And because it's very small and got a dark colour. I don't know where it's gone. It's off on its holidays. That's nice. Let's hope it has fun. So, um, I'm in, oh, I was, so I've done the, the face mask and I'm used Tiana's closet a mask pattern. And then on Pinterest, I was looking at the video or a video with this very similar looking uh, template, but not actually her pattern of how you'd put them together and it was much easier than the way I had done it. So um, I had Richard cutting out and I was pinning, Daisy at one point was ironing, which was good until she turned iron off and couldn't understand why it was not ironing properly. <laughs> it was putting out water and I said, so don't understand. And then I realised, oh, it's because it's turned off. Right, okay, that's why Daisy. So she was ironing and then Sandy came up and said, have you done mine? And I says, no. Uh, so you can help. So he, well, we all decided which um, face mask that we all liked best. So Daisy had some squirrel material and um, I, the other pattern I had is the one where it's pleated. And you've got, and it's button counter that I used a tutorial form for that. And it's an eight by 14 piece of fabric. You fold it in half, sew it in one side, turn it inside out. And then you've got two sides that you, well, you sort of concertine it up and sew it. And then you cover the sides and you put your elastic in. And you have, to have directional fabric, you have to really think about it. Now, 
first time I did it, I was like, all oh, right, uh, directional is this way, right, fine. So round it, sewed it the wrong way. And then thought, oh, I've got my direction wrong. Took it off. Because I had to have an extra piece, because the piece of fabric I had was 12 by 12 and I needed it to 8 by 14. Took it off, sewed it on, cut down the diff. And I'd said, well, there's a bit in this that's going to be slightly different. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one squirrel's pointing one way, the other squirrel doesn't care. So we had drunk squirrels and sleeping squirrels. And, you know, up the tree squirrels and lying down squirrels. So I then took this piece off, put it on, re-sewed it, then realised my direction was right in the first place, but the way I had sewed the fabric was wrong. Eventually I got it done and the squirrels on the outside are correct. The squirrels on the inside are drunk and lying down. They're very tired squirrels. So um, she has her face mask. They've all gone into the wash and they should be dry for tomorrow. Um, and I've used my joint cash material. I use camouflage curtain material that Sandy has camouflage curtains from. And it's actually quite nice to work with because it stays still. Uh, not that the other fabric didn't. It's just that this even... Well, some of the backing stuff uh, has things from stash and also I was using an organza instead of using a, um, I don't know what Richard's doing, <gasps> chickens, oh they're out late tonight, chickens are all fine by the way, um, so they, I was using an organza as a middle layer instead of interfacing because I didn't really like the idea of whilst I think it's quite good having such a thick layer um, it's still a man-made product and I might be breathing that in and out. It's not going to be all that good. So I thought, well, what is a natural product? The silk organza stuff that I've got in various shapes and forms. An old blouse, um, old bits and pieces. Of, so <laughs> that was fun for Richard cutting that up. So it never stays where it is, but it pins and it's in place and um, then I was, I was using hair bands instead of elastic for some of them and then I was using elastic and they were all done. So um, I'm going to carry on with doing this top, the, the strippy top, I can't remember the name of, and I have bought the um, cardigan by Vanessa that I mentioned last episode. It's beautiful, but I can't remember the name of it. Nope, that's the Serena Cape. I was going to say the Serena cardigan. You might be. That would be quite funny. I can't remember what it is. I think it's Vanessa Smith. Listeners, I never wrote anything down. I apologise. However, in my show notes for last episode, it is it. So I bought it and I've not printed it off yet. I've downloaded it to my phone and I've not yet cast it on. I did find... Um, the needle for it but I think it involves reading lots of pages and concentration and but you can tell I'm not there yet I will be but listeners I'm going to send you lovely pictures of jellyfish I've got some washi tape with some jellyfish and a, a lovely wooden heart button from Melanie no not Melanie Melissa Sorry, Melissa. 
could be Melanie today. And they send you a, moving on, magnetic pin cushions because who doesn't need a magnetic pin cushion? Nobody, listeners, nobody doesn't need one. You all need one of these. Um, and House Martin's getting their last feed in and a lovely summer's evening, even though there's millions of midges, but the House Martins are happy because they're needing to feed their babies. And I send you lots and lots of love and hope you're all very, very well. And then I'm going to leave you in some uplifting music. <laughs>